Welcome to the Tigers Online Communication Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Mieser, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how Rochester Institute of Technology is utilizing online health communication. Joining me on today's episode are Sarah Engel, RIT's Health Promotion Coordinator, and David Reitz, the Director of the Counseling and Psychological Services. What, what role do you see online health communication uh, playing as we, as we return to more in-person classes and more in-person interactions? I think it's important to remember how broad the term health communication is because it really can mean a lot of different things. And there's a handful of different strategies and, and interventions that are included in the term health communication. So certainly we saw it expand when we were able to offer virtual counseling sessions or, or virtual basic sessions or just virtual programming and workshop as a whole. But I think when we think about um, social media campaigns or really just any sort of communication that we're doing um, in a digital space that we're going to continue to expand on that. I also think it's important to remember that perhaps not all RIT students will return in the fall, that there still will be some virtual options. So I think it's um, just as important as ever to make sure that we're still staying relatively um, broad in the way that we are offering programs and services and resources to be really mindful of all, all of our students, not just folks who are returning or just folks who are in the virtual space. So I think we'll continue to improve and continue to, to move forward as we've learned so much in the past you know, 13 months. Yeah, that, that's really well said, Sarah. And, and in addition to that, I think about I think about how the online world and the social media space is really a, it's getting it's a pretty noisy space. But I think one of the challenges that that we have to continue to figure out is how do we how do we get our messages through that noise? Mm-hmm. You know, the the really critical information that we need students to have. How can how can we get their attention and get the message through their noise? when there are so many entities out there that are trying to get their attention, that are trying to get our attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, that's a health issue in, in and of itself that Sarah and her team could speak to in terms of just the impact of having all of that information overload mm-hmm. and how, what do we do to, to cope with that? And often what we do is we shut some things out. Mm-hmm. It's a reasonable thing to do. It's a healthy thing to do. So we got to figure out how can we get our message through? It's through that. Um, and it's no, it's no easy task. And I think the other part of it, when I think about telemental health services and just how, how we use leverage technology to create an, an easy pathway be- for students to seek services and to get connected with services, I, you know, I, I, I want to be mindful of, and a lot of us in this field are trying to be mindful of, we don't want the, the convenience of technology to interfere with the quality of services. And what about what I mean by that is, we've now proven that we can deliver um, tele, telemental health services on a pretty wide scale. But the question is, is it healthier for us? Do we get to a better place? And are we better off if we have more f- meaningful conversations that are face-to-face rather than, than over a screen? As a, as a psychologist and a mental health professional, I lean towards really strongly believing that the more face-to-face interactions that we have with another human being, the healthier we're going to be. So I just, that's on the forefront of my mind and a lot of other people. Just because we can do something virtually doesn't necessarily mean we should and or rely on that. 
we, you know, we've got to push ourselves to maintain really meaningful human, human contact, mm -hmm. especially for college students and that transition in life. Mm. I think that that's a really great point. I think that that really speaks to some other things that were going on even before the pandemic pandemic hit, right? Just about loneliness and connection and lack of social connection and um, folks already being really present in the virtual space and now almost being forced to be in the virtual space versus in, in person. I, th I think that those are some really great points, David, that we should continue to think about. David and Sarah, uh, I'd like to thank you for joining me today. Uh, I'd also like to give a shout out to all of our listeners and make sure you tune into the next episode of the Tigers Online Communication Podcast.